Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I've been so excited to be interviewing people about how they became the person they became in order to achieve the success that they have achieved. Um, Because I know we all learn from each other's examples. So I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest, Ms. Lurianne Reeves, who I met it's several years now, like several, several years now, we were involved in the same programs And I totally remember, and I don't even know why it occurred to me, probably because I've, one of the things that has always been obvious about you, because we all track each other on social media, is that you do the work. You, every week, you're doing the things, you're doing the work. So I got this harebrained idea and randomly Facebook messaged you saying, hey, do you have an accountability partner? I'm like, I barely knew you. I think we had met in passing a couple of times, right? I'm like, I like this person. I want to do this with this person. Maybe she'll be my friend. Right. (laughs) Right? And that's like where it started. And I, you know, before we got started, we talked about how we're so busy and we don't get to do what we did for a while, but there was a good year there where we would talk every Friday. We were lucky if it only lasted two hours and we used to say, okay, well, we've solved all the world's problems. That's all we can do now. So I can't wait to share your story and um, what you've gone through and what you've been able to accomplish with it all. Uh, So why don't you give everybody a little more formal introduction to yourself? Oh, I love that story, um, Aaron, because that's exactly how it came across you. Out of the blue, I got a messenger (laughs) message and and I knew who you were, of course, and and exactly what you said. I'm looking for an accountability partner and I want someone that's doing the work and you're doing the work. (laughs) It was in the middle of just going through Hurricane Harvey down here in Houston and I uh, I had lost internet for like almost 90, 60 days, let's say 60. I can't remember anymore. And I was working out of the coffee shop like so many people. And I was posting a lot daily about listening to conversations. And and in the middle of that, you reached out to me. So that's how all that started. And you're right. We spent a good year uh, talking almost every Friday and solving our problems, our business's problems, everyone else's problems in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, this probably should be a book about that. <laughs> right? We really should have recorded some of those conversations. Yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah. not. Or maybe, maybe not. <laughs> really? So to let your listeners know uh, who I am right now, uh, Ann Reeves, and I am helping uh, businesses 
with their sales, their leadership, and the right strategies to support both. Because if you're not using the right strategies and randomly throwing spaghetti up against the wall, which we are seeing so much of as we've gone into 2020 with the pandemic, uh, it doesn't work. And you work so much harder and you make so much less money. So I love to uh, work with folks that are willing to look at it differently. And I have a huge background in psychology and also uh, in systemic work, which really helps my clients that are willing to dig deep and permanently put the stuff that gets in their way to rest. Nice. So, and I'm excited to be here, Erin, to have a conversation because we do that well. <laughs> we do that well. The, the problem here will be, we'll, we'll have to do a series. We could do a whole series. We'll just yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I know your story and I know, here's one of the things that I've always been drawn to you about, admired about, hopefully someone can see that I try to do this as well, is there's one thing, bottom line, that you do. And it's kind of what I opened with you do the work, like no freaking matter what. Yes. You do what you said you were gonna do, when you said you were gonna do it, you do the work. And since we're both in the coaching world, um, you know, on both sides, we both have been to a ton of coaching programs and events, and we both do that for a living. And just talk about that. I mean, I know I don't have to prep you up on a lot of that, but how, has it been so obvious that that's been such a differentiator in who you had to be? Yeah, well, you know that, um, you know, um, yeah, we'll go there. I mean, it showed up when I was a kid. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my, my, I'm the oldest of five and my poor mom had a set of twins for number four and five oh, gosh. And, and she had a nervous breakdown and my dad needed my help. I was nine. And wow. so I learned to do the work, <laughs> you know, nice. uh, they rely on me. Um, there were days he took me out of school to do the work because the babies came home before she did. And oh. it was, you know, just one of those things. And, um, and I also came from a family that valued education, but they were kind of stuck where they were. And I was really at a young age recognized if I wanted something more, I needed to do more, meaning I needed to figure out who the people I needed to connect with, what work I needed to do to get ahead. And I've always been ambitious <laughs> as a nine-year-old. So um, <laughs> there's that piece of part of my personality. But when I got into this world seven years ago, so um, what happened was the first conference I went to, and you might've been there because it was with our two favorite people. And it was a, um, a, um, a conference that uh, they do every year, but it was like way back. And I was sitting there and I didn't know anybody. I, I can't even remember how I got there, but uh, in terms of how I knew about this, I still had my private practice um, mm -hmm. in psychology and people, everyone kept coming to the mic and they were crying and saying they weren't making any money in their businesses and with speaking. And, and, I, and I, I turned around and I said to the woman next to me, I said, why aren't they asking for business? It was that simple to me that they weren't asking for business. And we know that's notorious in small businesses and entrepreneurs. And it was like, why aren't you doing the work to ask for business? And so it's been a real clear um, banner for me. Um, and it just, it, you don't spend 
20,000 on a mastermind and don't do the work, which we see all the time. They don't do the work. They don't put it out there. And I'm not perfect. I may do the work, but I, it can be messy sometimes because <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm willing to try. So because of the psychology background and because right. of your experience, because I'm the same way, yeah. I didn't understand why people didn't do the work. <laughs> I didn't I understand. And it's the same thing. I got my first regular job at 13 years old. I worked four days a week. I was 13 years old. Right. So I had that blue collar Midwest mentality, which certainly has helped me back in other places, but it gives you a really good work ethic, right? It, does. it, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. So what do you think's going on? Like, because what I want to, it's like a good news, bad news thing. The good news is it's normal. The good yeah. news is there's nothing wrong with you for not avoiding doing the work. But the bad news is you're never going to get anywhere that way. Right. So what do you think's going on? Like, how could there be that many people who say they want something, invest money, mm -hmm. invest time, but then don't actually do the things like. How does that happen? They, well, there are several reasons. The first thing, they don't do the work and the thing based on who they are. They mm -hmm. try to emulate other people and they are not other people. You can take other people's guidance and other people's uh, techniques, just as, uh, you know, but you can't do it exactly like them because you're not them. Yeah. And so there's one thing. So that authenticity, I hate using the word because it's so overused, but there, there's some reality around that. There's a lot of reality around yes. that. Absolutely. Yes. Because if I'm not myself, you're not going to get my best work. And you're and, not going to believe me. I know. It, well, the energy, the energy between you and the other person just isn't there. The second thing and um, is that people are lazy, um, lazy mentally, especially. Yeah, because even I think people that's that are clients of mine do the work, and I, because of my background, I can see where the stuckness is and where they need to go, and it can be painful. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's easy. They won't do it because it's hard work, it's and hard. that's the piece that I, I feel is part of my success. I have been always willing to look deep, look deeper, and even when I didn't want to. <laughs> Yeah. And, and it's funny because to the outside world, they're not going to know that. But no, to the outside world, what I saw was mm -hmm. a woman who I didn't know your whole situation, but I knew you were stuck at a coffee shop while your house may or may not still be standing. You know, I didn't know. I knew it was bad, but I'm like, she's doing what she needs to do regardless of the situation. Right. You were given a perfectly legitimate, reasonable excuse to not do the work. And instead right. you chose to do the work and what you're doing externally, you will also often do internally. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the key. It's, a, it, you know, so there's a, and the other piece, there's so much hype out, out there around, um, mindset. Let's just use that word. And um, it's not a bad word, but it's actually to make permanent change. It's actually deeper than that. And that's the piece no one really wants to hear. I'll just change my thoughts. It's, it starts there, but it's so much deeper than that. And the work I do with my clients, it's that much deeper, but that makes them successful and it makes work easier. And that mean, doesn't mean things aren't going to happen. 
who would have known 2020 would have happened right. <laughs> for all of us, right? No, 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 you probably thought the hurricane was the hardest thing you were going to go through. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and with no end in sight right now. And uh, But my point is, it just like doing the work is more than just checking off the box uh, externally in your business. It's also doing the work internally, but also at a deep level. So my commitment to myself and my clients is I always want to do deep, meaningful work. That's the one value I bring to the table for myself and others. Well, and I think for those of us who, whether we were brave enough to do it, whether we got so sick of our own crap that we I had, know it. Voice, I know we had it. <laughs> but when you get a glimmer of what's on the other side, Mm-hmm. of what is possible. And, you know, I, I talk about this with money. I said this a long time ago, helping someone with their financial situation. When you can get as excited about making the deposit in the savings account as you did about buying the shoes, now you know you're on your way. And it's kind of like the same thing with the mindset and the deeper work. When you can get a glimmer of the relief and opportunity, you start to become addicted to that instead of addicted to holding on to the problem. Well, absolutely. One of my famous sayings, and I, I should put a meme again out, <laughs> you're reminding me, uh, is that most people are addicted to struggle. They yeah. would rather struggle than be successful. And that is one of the, the huge problems. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or not. People love the struggle. And I'm always about how to get yourself out of the drama so whatever's truly there, That's what you do the work around. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at erin at conqueryourbusiness.com. Right. And, and it's sometimes it's not even addicted, but the struggle becomes a habit. Yes. I, yeah. I noticed that with myself, that my definition as my hardworking Midwesterner was struggle, that I had to work hard in order right. for things to happen. Well, the problem with that concept is you start creating the hard because that's your definition. Yeah, and absolutely. it's taken me a long time to redefine. So it's not even always addicted, but a complete lack of awareness. It's a total lack of awareness. Uh, People don't know they're addicted. So it's really lack of awareness. And you're right. It is a habit. And, and we make trouble for ourselves because we love the adrenaline too. And which is another psychological phenomenon I won't go deep into, but we do feed off that. Oh, absolutely. A look at around us and watch what people watch on TV and what goes on. So there's all that stuff. And people really do not. So there's several other concepts that happen. People really do not feel their self-worth at all because that's all going on. So that plays into it. Don't feel they deserve it. They're afraid if they take away all the struggle and, and they live their life's purpose and make the money they want to is that someone will leave them because that person is not going to match their growth. And that is a real big problem. So let's do it this way because 
the teaching points are, are spot on. Mm-hmm. But what I love to show people is the examples. Don't just do what I said. Right. So what's something that you have overcome that you're most proud of? Oh, well, I'll just, you know, in, seven years ago, when I got into this work, I, you know, I just come off a, a divorce after being married 30 plus years. And I didn't ask for the divorce. So you can imagine for me, who, you know, family is big. How, I mean, it was it was not pretty. And I, I was kind of messy when I first showed up in this world. Uh, I could get triggered. I could shed some tears. and But I kept going. So, so the example is, even though I knew I was a mess, and I knew others, just because of my psychology background, were thinking of me a little bit less of because I was messy. It's not that I cried all the time, but I, I really struggled to you know, get past that and on to um, being successful in this business. Um, but I just, I kept showing up and I kept trying. And and then one day people looked at me and went, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, she's ahead of me. Oh, she's making money. Oh, and I said, oh my goodness, no matter what happened, I and which I'm proud of, I kept my home throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, decorated it. Um, it was important to me. Um, and so that's a real good example of recent, it'll be seven years and six months from now that I've been able to accomplish all that. Well, and I think one of the key things you said, you kept doing the work, but you didn't give up. No, I didn't give up. Well, and, and I have a thing I say to myself, I go, well, I mean, if you don't do it now, what, what, what are you going to do? one of the best things I've done for my business is created a situation where I am now completely unemployable (laughs) absolutely well and the interesting thing when that all first happened seven years ago I did try to get employed um but I was overqualified and (laughs) everything and nobody would hire me so I I know you just got to keep going it's got to be my business so I have no out I have no out. Well, and the other thing you're talking about is that level of personal responsibility where not just for making it your own, you know, everybody talks about the kind of negative side, not negative, but the the hard side of personal responsibility. But the upside of personal responsibility is you get to create whatever you want to create. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to go work for anybody else. I love my business. I love my clients. Um, I'm ready for the next big change for next year. I mean, you, if you didn't grow through 2020, boy, have you missed out because next year you're going to get to implement all this growth out there externally and bring new things or upgraded things to your clients and new clients. So I'm excited. So if you would have some advice, so there's somebody listening to this that hopefully is identifying I'm stuck, I'm not doing the work, I'm giving up too soon. And you and I both know, you know, like you said, you're seven years in. What would be, what would, what are the first steps? One of the things I always said for me, the first step for me in my personal growth was um, a gratitude journal because I was angry as hell. I was, and and I left corporate of my own desire and I had my business and I was 
having success with the business I had at the time, but I was so exhausted and overwhelmed. And a good day was one where I did not end up screaming in my car going, oh my God, you're such an idiot talking to myself. (laughs) It was brutal. And a gratitude journal is kind of where I started to help me calm down and change my mindset. So what else could somebody do if they're starting to see, okay, I'm getting this, how do they get started? Yeah. So I think a gratitude journal is great. And I think there's several layers to this, like anything. So you could start with a gratitude journal. You could start with a journal. I am consistent with journaling, have been for the last 10 years, uh, like, you know, meditation. And when I'm, I have a problem, I am willing to go find the person I need to hire if I can't get, you know, really your friends and your family can't help you. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. Um, you're wonderful when you're not wonderful in that moment. <laughs> and so I've, I've been willing to hire both for external growth. And the first thing I would hire for is how to make money in business, sales. And if you have any money um, issues, then all that needs to be taken care of. Um, and then whatever internal piece that you need, a person that can help you with it internally, because it's hard to do any of this by yourself, especially the smarter you are and the older you are, because you are set in your habits and it's hard to see by yourself. So start with some type of journaling, meditation, anything, but if you if that's not helping, then you've got to go to the level of hiring the right people. I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of things changed for me when I, because you can read all the books you want, but that's not applying it. It's all very interesting and I'm still an avid reader, right? but it's not applying it. Somebody externally who doesn't buy into your stories. Right. Because your, your friends, neighbors and family, yeah, they do. Or they have such an altered view of who you are. (laughs) Because I think of my brothers, how they view me. It is so different than who I am now because they just remember the 21-year-old and they've stuck with that. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Right. So it's got got to be someone that can truly help you um, and to make the next step so they can point out, you know, I'm not here to have you like me. I'm here to help you when you hire me. And of course, I'm not a mean person. So you will end up liking me, but there will be days you will want, will not want to be with me. And that's okay, because that's telling me I've hit a nerve. And that's where we got to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if people want to continue this conversation with you, because this is awesome. And I'm personally, I know how much insight you can provide and how much help you can provide. And I love your approach to sales because that is really where so many people get hung up. And if you don't master your issues with money, and if you don't master your issues with asking other people for money, then you don't have a business. So how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. So yes, I'll just say uh, sales is an inside job. Yes. It's all here. Um, so yes, you can get a hold of me, Lorianne Reeves. It's Lorianne at LorianneReeves.com. My website is Lorianne Reeves. My Facebook, my LinkedIn, my Instagram is all Lorianne Reeves. And uh, I am available on all those channels, messaging uh, and send me an email. And I, I would love to chat with anybody, even if it's a referral I need to give them to the right person. So Absolutely. And I'm going to wrap it up with that because one of the things I know about you is it really is sales is about coming from an authentic place of service. And if that Absolutely. means sending you in the right direction, just as happy to do that as uh, 
yeah. helping you directly. Well, thank you again so much. This is awesome. I've got a list of content that we can do a whole series on here. Thank you for having me, Erin. I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.